Hey, Horace, give us three shots of your best bourbon. And have that Russian waiter I like bring it over. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim, and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on CITR.ca, iTunes, and my blog, rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com.
Hello, 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 my friends. You are listening to the radio station CITN on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim and welcome to this programming, my friends. Sorry a little bit for the delay, but it's all good. We're on track. The punk rock music is playing and the first song we heard was, uh, was by the legendary band called The Adverts. That was a song called Television over uh, from their song called uh, from their album called cast of thousands great success uh, sorry uh, my voice is not at the best it's about 62% or so uh, the reason for that because I went yesterday to see tinge ball rocket the queers and the isotopes and uh, I did a little bit of singing uh, in terms of singing along with uh, the bands I like uh, to do that and yeah so my voice is not the best so please bear with me I also got a chance to talk to Ray from Tinge Bottle Rocket and this interview uh, will be aired next week on the next episode of Rocket from Russia. Uh, on this episode of Rockets from Russia, another interview from the, the, the band called Sonic Avenues from Montreal, uh, that's in Quebec. Uh, they played here a show uh, last Wednesday at the Beltmore Cabaret at a wonderful, magnificent venue called Beltmore Cabaret, and it was a great show. Uh, Sonic Avenues, Transmitters, The White Wires, and Needles and Pins. So it was a great show. All those bands were on the way to Dirt Nap uh, 13th year anniversary in Seattle and Portland, and we were lucky because they stopped by and played uh, some songs for us. That was uh, magnificent. Uh, so I got a chance to talk to Max of the band called Sonic Avenues. That was sick. I liked it. It was uh, very pleasant. And um, yeah, so I will play you this interview uh, today. Uh, the Sonic Avenues, as I said, they're from Montreal, Quebec. They're dirt nap uh, recording artists um, playing garage pop punk, this darker side of uh, garage uh, pop punk or garage punk rock. I don't know how. Uh, classify them but you know what classifies them the best their music let's do that let's listen to some Slavic avenues from Montreal Quebec and then we'll hear my interview with Max who is guitarist and singer in the band so let's check it out I'd like you to open uh, this uh, show now the song by Sonic Avenues and this is the opening track uh, from their latest studio album called uh, Television Youth and the opening track is Giving Up On You so let's check it out this is Sonic Avenues Giving Up On You Hi, I'm Max from Sonic Avenues. You're listening to Rocket from Russia.
Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to CITR. This is Rocket from Russia. This is Russian Tim. We're playing some punk rock music here on there for your listening experience. We just heard two songs by the band from Montreal in Quebec, and the band name is Sonic Avenues. Uh, that was both songs from um, uh, their last latest studio album called Television Youth, which came out on Dirt Nap Records. Uh, the last song we heard was called Waste Away Alone, and before that, Giving Up on You. Uh, let's check out uh, the first part of my interview with Max of Sonic Avenues. In this uh, first part, we discussed their last studio album, Television Youth. Like always, I start the interview with the latest release uh, by the band. Um, yeah, so let's check it out, and then Max will tell you everything about it with a little bit of my help. Uh, so this is my interview with Max of Sonic Avenues, part one. Max, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. We're super, super, super excited to see you tonight, guys. All right, I'm very excited to be here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your brand new album, Television Youth, came out last year on Dirt Nap Records in North America and ended up being one of the best records of the last year. Congratulations on that. Thanks very much. That's very flattering. I'm really glad you liked it. <laughs> I did. I did like it a lot. Uh, would you agree that this album, compared to your self-titled debut album, put you on one level up and established you Sonic Avenues as a band which uh, punk rock fans should uh, be on the watch out for? Um, I mean, the album, I think, essentially was a bit different in a way that it was more punk, more abrasive. The mm -hmm. first one was more just naive pop music that we wanted to do and like turn it into more abrasive uh, kind of music. And the second one, we had a, we made a kind of a half-conscious choice to head into that direction. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I was really pleased with it, the way it turned out, like in the end, you know, like we kind of... Uh, like tried to push an envelope of intensity that we didn't have on the first record so I think that's how both albums differ but I think uh, there's still some pop aspect that was reflected on the second one that <laughs> was on the first album yeah yeah um, yeah uh, I don't know where I'm going with that no it's good, good. <laughs> we're going the right way yeah uh, you, you mentioned a little bit the difference between first one and second one and I read your interviews and I also heard it myself yeah. that Television Youth is a little bit more a darker album I don't think there's probably one reason for that. It's probably the mix of uh, your life experience plus uh, the way you want oh. to go musically. But, well, actually, it reflects a lot the, what I was going through in life at that point. Mm -hmm. My life was really chaotic. It was chaos in my head. And I think it was reflected in the songwriting, the structure. Mm -hmm. I feel like if there is one thing that I, I would do differently this time around uh -huh. was to be more straight to the point. Like uh -huh. with like some songs. I mean, like that. that's how it worked for that record. Um, but now it just was what was going on in my head uh -huh, you uh -huh. know and like I feel like like oh I needed a lot of parts to get to a point I needed a lot of chord change but I like I like this kind of stuff yeah, like yeah, I yeah. was especially listening to a lot of adverts at the same time uh-huh and I was going for that kind of sound so it worked out well at the end you know um, but the first record it was my life was easy peasy you know <laughs> like and, and uh, I think it reflects a lot on that it was more like a uh, straight down the line formula your typical intro verse transition chorus type of songs whereas television you we had a lot of parts and song but that was done with a conscious choice yeah but yeah. definitely like it was because of what was going on in my life I guess mm -hmm. at that point mm -hmm. you know you mentioned the adverts and I read a couple of your interviews and you said when you started the band you tried to 
do a modern version of the kings the zombies the who and the litter yeah. bands from the 60s but when i listen to the television youth uh, your second studio album i always hear a little bit more uh, blood visions by jay retard than those <laughs> bands is it am i right is that intentional no. is it that had just well happened? i am a huge retards jay retards yeah. final solutions like fan uh-huh. you know like and lost sounds especially the lost sounds so i mean this is if i were to pick a band in history that i would have loved to be part of that would have been one uh-huh. well the saints would be the ultimate one but jay retard like his side pro like his project and side projects i would have loved to play in those kind of bands you know so like to me like it just came naturally to try not to try necessarily but to end up sounding a little bit mm-hmm. I guess like it but I still see like very it's different but um, I do understand how people think that we're going after this sound you know based on that um, but that being said um, Kinks Zombies like all those bands like The Who I'm still trying to write songs like that and infuse that punk like underlying sound that we have uh-huh. with all those undertones of the 60s you know like it, I think it shows more Like, we decide to use, like, tambourine all the time and, like, yeah. triple-layer harmonies and, like, that kind of stuff. Um, like, angular changes in songs, like, um, like the zombies do all the time, you know? So that, like, kind of inspired me to do that kind of stuff, that kind of songwriting applied to the genre that we do. Yeah. You know? So it's not necessarily, like, the same kind of flavors that you'll hear, you know, the same kind of sound of the zombies, but it's, like, sometimes the structure will influence me, you know? Like, instead of hearing, like, a, a keyboard part, like, oh, okay, so that keyboard has three notes, that, that part there will do vocals instead of keyboards. The zombies did that all the time. And that, you know, comes to my mind all the time when I write songs. You know, try to, you know, borrow from the good ones. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah.
Hello, hello, hello. Uh, you're listening to CATR Rocket from Russia Punk Rock Radio Show in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. We just heard a song by the band called uh, Sonic Avenues uh, from their uh, second and last studio album called Television Youth, and uh, that was a song called Fading Love. Um, no, let's move on to the second part of my interview with Max of Sonic Avenues. In this second part, we spend a lot of time talking about the title track uh, called uh, Television Youth, and it was intentional for me because I honestly think this is one of the best songs released last year. Extremely strong song, in my opinion, um, in terms of production, in terms of overall sound, and I just really think it's a super strong song, so I really wanted to uh, spend some time with Max talking about this song, and obviously Um, we'll talk for a couple of minutes and then I will play you this song um, so yeah, let's do it uh, this is the second part of my interview with Max of Sonic Avenues where we're talking about their song called Television Youth uh, um, I'm pressing play and we will hear our conversation in one second Oh, one. the song Television Youth what a brilliant, brilliant title track It was interesting for me to hear when you said that you tried a lot of different parts because in my opinion this song is in terms of uh, structure yeah. it's just genius cool. the nice. ways you use the differences in first and second verses and then how it all sort of sounds together cool. this is this is just uh, that's brilliant that's awesome that that's what we were trying to do with that particular song and giving up on you to me and mm-hmm. and waste away alone they're the same kind of structure yeah. we tried to have a lot of parts that blended together as smoothly as possible you know and like television you i remember when steve adamick filled in for jamie back when jamie was playing with sonic avenues on bass for one show and he learned television news like holy shit you guys have a lot of parts in your songs <laughs> <laughs> and i remember i cracked out like yeah i'm sorry i know i know like it's busy it's a really busy song um but it worked out like that to me like that's what i was saying earlier like i just wanted things to feel very smooth with the progression of that song like throughout the verse and the transitions and and i always like to bring like say you bring you take a verse and then you on your second verse you do a little something different You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, TVU didn't have that necessarily, but uh, no, no, you, you take no, wa- that, Waste no. Away Alone, like, has that, like, with, like a little lead instead, and, yeah. Yeah, well, like, that's that's what we were trying to do there, to keep things dynamic at the same time, but, like, still, like, very fluent, like, very smooth, mm-hmm. as smooth as possible. The new record, though, like, the changes are very more drastic, though. It goes from acoustic to heavy electric and that kind of stuff, uh-huh. but, yeah tell you more about it yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you picked uh, the name of the song and name of the album television youth based on fanatics uh, yeah. you, that sounded good to your ear and um, you know television I, uh, it was one of the options which you picked for this title I'm yeah. curious to know what were the other options for that song oh. because it's all about gadgets and things that we yeah, have in life. I was just noticing a lot of people around me like getting drowned into their gadgets like cell phones like smartphones computers all the time always on social networks and everything and people with like real this like you know real potential and everything but they spent so much time just on idle mode that it was infuriating people complaining that i don't have time to do all my stuff all my art and everything like dude just take all that time that you spent on your thing focus on your art go sit down at your house put the fucking phone sorry put the phone away put the thing like you know and that to me I'm like I want to write a song about this because this is becoming like it's growing like 
like a, a cancer, you know, like in our society these days. I don't want to make a statement, like, you know, a philosophical statement by it, but I want to write about it. And I just noticed it around me so much. Like people with amazing potential doing nothing, just leaving their brains on idle mode, just adrift, you know, not exploiting their, their, their talent and potential. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to call this song, like, we're the iPhone generation, or <laughs> I don't want to name, like, name, like, you know, drop bombs on names and stuff, you know, like, or something like that. Um, but tele- television was, to me, it, phonetically, it sounded great. And also, like, I'm an adverts fan, you know, television's over and that kind of stuff, you know, <laughs> television personalities. Like, I mean, yeah, the word yeah. television is infused in punk history and like I want a song that has that word you know and uh, ended up being the best sounding title so like we picked that one yeah yeah for the album and the best song on the album oh, thanks <laughs> like people think you know like uh, people think that song only refers about like television that kind of stuff but it's it, it only like epitomize like that phenomenon that's mm-hmm. ongoing these days I'm not against it like I'm freaking leashed to my phone myself <laughs> but I force myself to do my song writing yeah. <laughs> you know and put it aside yeah, or, inco- or incorporate it sometimes you know <laughs> between two lyrics oh yeah I'll take some around and yeah
Hello, hello, hello! That was Sonic Avenue's television youth on CITR, Rocket from Russia. What a wonderful, magnificent, phenomenal, fantastic song, in my opinion. Um, I just was listening to the song right now and remembered that uh, last year I was so impressed by the, the song uh, that um, uh, me and my friend Slava, he is, uh, we used to play in a band together and we still, uh, uh, probably he is the closest person in terms of songwriting and in terms of understanding the music. He's probably my, uh, I don't know, soulmate, is it the right word to use? But um, we have a very, very similar understanding of punk rock music and even sometimes we don't agree, but uh, we like to discuss things like that. So uh, he's not really into that type of music, but I remember that I wanted to explain to him why I like the sound and specifically Sonic Avenues and this specific song to him. So I pretty much wrote out every single part and then reviewed all those different parts for him in the email and then we spent probably another 10 emails explaining like talking about those parts and like uh, Max mentioned in the interview there's so many different parts but they're gelled together so well and um, you know it sounds very very organic um, even there's so many different parts in this song so that's why what that's what I love about the song and I hope you enjoyed uh, this song as well mm? Hopefully you're enjoying the show so far. And let's move on to the next part of my interview with Max. In this next part, we discussed uh, the upcoming album, which is almost ready. Uh, as I understand, it's like a, it's almost recorded and everything is um, pretty much ready to go. Uh, but uh, it will be, should be out in the end of this year. And yeah, the Max will tell you the rest about this upcoming new album by Sonic, uh, Sonic Avenues. Uh, part 3 of my interview with Max of Sonic Avenue. So let's uh, press play and hear our conversation. You mentioned the new album, but uh, before that I heard that you were planning to release a series of 7 inches in the future. Is this project going to be happening? Uh, And which songs did you pick uh, for this project if it's happening? Um, It will. I mean, there's already a 7-inch that we promised to Zaxxon Zaxxon Viral Action. It's a label who released a lot of uh, the early J-Retard stuff. Like, they're from my hometown, Sorel, of all places. The guy is amazing, like, committed, like, to his label. And, like, he kind of stopped for a couple years, but now he's picking it up again. And uh, so we promised them a 7-inch, which we recorded two tracks for it. Um, and we're going to put an old track that never got released, like 16 years. We put it on our on our band camp. So that's a, that song will be on the 7-inch, if you want it to be on the 7-inch. We hope so. And two others. Um, and the rest, like for the other 7-inches, we're it's up in the air. We want to go to Japan this year. So we're going to make, we're de- most definitely going to make a 7-inch for that. And for the Europe tour. So that's three 7-inches right there for this year. And, and then... probably will be taken by surprise sabotage again. Uh, I hope so. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't talked to them about it. But like, um, we'll, we'll see what our options are at that point. We'll record songs and we'll just send feelers and see who wants to release it. Um, I haven't talked to Canada Dirtnap about it yet. But like, I kind of want to have like specific countries like uh, releasing stuff for tours. But I'll keep those at 7 inches and leave all the LPs to Dirtnap, you know. Yeah, and but there's the LP coming out on Dirtnap in the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, that is 90% ready. 
Okay. Let's let's talk about it. Cool. I know that you've been working on the material for your first studio album, and as you said, it's almost finished. And in one of the interviews, you mentioned that you decided to not keep a lot of songs for the record because they sounded too much like the old stuff. Uh, should we expect a little bit different material from Television U for this new brand album? Uh, yeah, actually, there's a lot of stuff that that will be changing. I mean, the the general aesthetic will be, remain the same. Uh, the pop aspect will remain the same. The multi layers, harmony, and that kind of stuff will remain the same. Uh, we're just playing more with dynamics this time, like a lot of like acoustic going into electric, like clean to real dirty. Like we were saying, like real, real heavy dirty. Like and um, <clears throat> lots of musical breaks too, and. Uh, There's a. I've been listening to a lot of love these days, like Arthur Lee's love, and it definitely transpires into our music these days. Lots of minor chord progression. I mean, that album is dark, much darker than the other ones, but still very poppy at the same time. It's kind of a big contrast. Like, um, I know I could have said the same thing about Television Youth, but now it feels like it's more so than ever. Yeah, um, I'm. It's definitely the album i'm the most proud of so far yeah like I've, i'm listening to it these days and i'm like oh man I'm, i'm pretty happy about it yeah and i've been listening to a lot of saints you know saint like the slow songs on know your product uh not know your product um yeah know your product and uh, the 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 first album uh i'm stranded i guess was the title of the first album like i'm yeah i should know these things the saints is my favorite band like of all times um a lot of saints influence in it in terms of like uh, the aesthetics acoustics like slower songs and then um a lot of really fast songs like our slowest song is like 135 bpms for people who understand that kind of stuff our fastest song is 240 bpms yeah it's it's really really fast and but it doesn't sound fast because the vocals are slow on it it's weird it's a weird contrast but it'll be an interesting album to say the least i think sounds very very exciting oh, cool. <laughs> uh, in terms of songs uh will the rebirth of a dying day will be on it you know it's funny because um one song that's gonna go on the zaxon seven inch um we took a part of that song completely took a part of that song and inserted it but instead of doing vocals we're doing like a tarantino style surf solo on it yeah like it's like two layers like surf guitars like answering each other and like lots of reverb and yeah we almost play with the idea of putting trumpets in but we kind of like refrained ourselves from doing that i mean we want to be like the saints but not that much <laughs> <laughs>
Hello, hello, hello! This is CATR, this is Rocket from Russia, this is Russian Tim, and today's show is all 100% dedicated to the band from Montreal called Sonic Avenue's wonderful band. We just heard a song called 16 Years. Max talked about the song. This uh, song will be on one of those upcoming 7 inches, and right now the song is available on band's Bandcamp page. You can check it out if you like the, the song or if you like the band in general. Alright, let's move on to the next part. Uh, in the next part, uh, we went a little bit back in time, about 10 years ago, if, uh, yeah, that's probably uh, right. Uh, and we talked a little bit about the band from Montreal, which Max was a part of. Uh, they were called the Kamikazes. And uh, we talked a little bit about this band. They were uh, they released three seven inches and um, pretty cool band. Uh, let's uh, hear a little piece of us talking about this band, and then we'll hear a song by the Kamikazes. All right, here it is. Before the Sonic Avenues, you were in a band called the Kamikazes. Yes. Uh, I just wanted to confirm, you had two seven inches, all night cram session and time for rock and roll, correct? Yeah, and a third one oh. uh, called Christiane. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that came out on Zaxxon. Oh. Actually, two of the three seven inches came out on Zaxxon, all night cram session and Christiane. The second seven inch came out on Alien Snatch. Hey, yeah, Alien Snatch, I know this. Yeah, yeah the Alien yeah. Snatch one. I, I love that band like they I was playing with older guys back then I was like the little teenager in the band and the guys were like three to four years or uh, three years older than me and great great models in music they showed me everything they introduced me to this thing they introduced me to Teenage Head they introduced me to all the music that I listen to these days you know and uh, they showed me how to write songs basically you know I knew how to write songs before but they were shit I had no like my, my creativity was all over the map, you know? Like, it could come out with, like, a slow, cheesy-ass song, and then the next one would be, like, punk as fuck, and, like... So, no aesthetic. Like, I, I didn't know how to gauge it at all. And uh, these guys sort of contained me. <laughs> Sometimes felt a little oppress, oppressing, but for a good reason, <laughs> you know? You were not the only person who was uh, excited about the kamikazes. I read a few reviews, and for example, uh, Shane White of Maximum Rock and Roll says in his review for Time for Rock and Roll, yeah, he says, this 7-inch makes you want to party, fuck some chicks, and leave and have a good time. <laughs> How about that? That is the highest praise we could ever <laughs> have expected from one of our idols back then. Because Shane White played in the rip-offs. Yeah, I, I mean, the rip-offs were also the worst role models we were idolizing back in the days. They're the best. They're so, so good. Then, and, oh, Teen Generate and the Supercharger. We used to listen to that stuff, like, day, like night and day, you know? Yeah. There was another interesting review of... Uh, uh, time for Rock and Roll from Minor Canada and they described this 7-inch as greasy as 7-Eleven hamburger. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing to say. <laughs> about I mean, music. <laughs> yeah, about music. I love the comparison with food and music, you know, because food, uh, music is like food a little bit, you know, could be spicy, yeah. could be terrible, <laughs> could be delicious, yeah, could put you to sleep, you know. Like, so yeah. your, your <laughs> band was described as greasy as 7-Eleven hamburger. That's amazing, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I totally I remember reading this like 10 years ago 12 years ago I can't remember it was 2001 wow yeah I remember 12 years reading, ago yeah, yeah. that's crazy <laughs> yeah
Hello, hello, hello! You're listening to CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, CITR.ca. This is Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim. We just heard a band called the Kamikazes from Montreal. Uh, that was a song called uh, Taito, Time for Rock and Roll, and that was a title track from their second 7-inch, which was released uh, in the early 2000s, and Max of Sonic Avenues was part of this band. Alright, we're almost done here. Let's hear my last... Uh, uh, final part of uh, our conversation with Max. In this uh, final part, we discussed uh, uh, Dirtnap Records uh, because the guys were on the way to play a Dirtnap uh, anniversary show, and so obviously they also signed to this record label. So I asked a couple of questions about Dirtnap Records. Let's check it out. Uh, this is the final part of my conversation with Max from Sonic Avenues, and we talked about uh, Dirtnap Records. Uh, here it is. You play in Vancouver tonight because you are on the way to Dirtnap 14th Anniversary Showcase. Uh, they are a fundamental uh, record label in the genre. Could you please tell how you, as a music fan, got introduced to Dirtnap? Well, initially we were working on a West Coast tour three years ago, and White Wires got signed on Dirtnap, and they became friends with Ken real fast. And Ian, back then we were signed on Going Gaga Records, which was Ian's label. And Ian asked Ken to hook us up with a couple shows down there. And Ken booked us like a show at uh, the No in Portland. And he couldn't be at the show, but that was our first contact with him. So he, he knew we existed. And apparently he apparently liked our stuff, I, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and, he probably um, did. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. I don't know. Um, but then uh, that stayed like as this for uh, another year or so until we recorded television youth and i remember getting a text from uh, dave williams the uh, guys from the crusade he played in steve adamick's like dude you gotta send your new stuff to canada dirt nap i think he might be interested i'm like really okay so i sent him my stuff like we sent him television youth and throw it away as demos and sure enough ken had a couple things like to sort out with the label and stuff and a couple days later he's like yep you guys are in and it was amazing i remember like we celebrated that because when we started sonic avenues like well when after we turned we went from 60s to punk because we started as a 60s band you know like but that was our first couple months we our goal was like not our goal but like our dream was like i wish one day we could release something on dirt nap like back then and well it happened and yeah we're like we feel amazing about it you know and ken's a great great person to, to work with he's dedicated he's a punk yeah. you know yeah he's a great great guy like awesome like he's so like on top of his game and he cares for his bands you know so we couldn't have a better home you know and to me that's a really good altitude to be cruising at i'm not like all if i could release all my records on dirt nap i'd be the happiest guy yeah. That's fair. Yeah. What about uh, for you as a music fan? Uh, what were the few bands or maybe records you got uh, discovered Dirtnap from? Um, well, the Exploding Hearts yeah. were introduced me to Dirtnap, and then uh, I was digging around a little bit, and then found like the Girls and uh, Markman. Like the Markman, I remembered. Actually, I saw the Markman live before I realized who they were, and I remember. Uh, shaking hands with Jeff after the show where they play at Kid Abram in Montreal I didn't even know they were the marked man I'm like dude this is amazing I'm like you guys fucking blew my mind like who are you and I couldn't remember the name and then months months later I'm telling you months later Seb is playing the marked man first record at his house I'm like 
I'm like, holy shit, what is this? Like, this is amazing. It's like, dude, that's the Markman, the band we saw a couple months ago at KD Brim. I'm like, what? I saw that band? I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> I would have been way more stoked if I'd known they were that good, you know? Like, well, they were amazing live. And uh, yeah, it just got me real stoked on the whole label and everything. And I can't believe we're going to get to see them in two days. Yeah, and you, you played know? with them. Yeah, well, well, yeah, fuck, I can't believe I'm playing with the yeah, Markman. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. Like, they're they're an amazing band. Yeah. <laughs> Dirt Naps, she treats you very, very well, but I know that Taken by Surprise and Samatage Records from uh, Europe treat you as as well, very well, because not every label owner drives the band in a tour oh, bus yeah. for a week. Not every label dude are as nice as Mikkel and Franz. These guys are gems. Like, they're awesome guys to work with. Um, they both, dro like, drove us throughout the whole Europe, like, for our tours. Never complained. Always partied when it was time to party. Like, got our shit together. Got our asses out of bed and to places. And I, honestly, I only have good things to say about these guys. And they're real punks. Like, they love their music. They know everything. And they like Bruce Springsteen. They are the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan in the world, which is a good thing. I think the boss is the shit. Yeah, Nebraska, that record, yeah, like blows everything out of the water, you know? And like we bonded over that. Like we listened to Bruce Springsteen on the van all the time with a lot of minor threat and a lot of other stuff. But yeah, Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> among other things. Yeah. yeah. Great dudes. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for your time. Super excited to see you and good luck in Seattle and Portland. Thanks a lot, Dan. It was a pleasure. You go away. 
happiest hello uh, this is the rocket from Russian we almost done here on CITR we just heard a song by the Markman from their debut self-titled album that was a song called destroy them uh, this is it thank you so much for listening that was rocket from Russia if you like what you heard check out the podcast on citr.ca iTunes and my blog rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com coming up next legendary Robin with the magnificent and the very eclectic show and there will be many directions of music represented in the next hour of this uh, radio waves success good all right great success uh, i'd like to finish off the show with a song by the band called gather mouth uh, they are playing this weekend on saturday uh, it's an early show at the biltmore cabaret gather mouth a- agent orange uncorescent eyes at tops are playing this saturday the so yeah i'm planning to be there should be a wonderful show uh hope to see you there and this is gutter mouth the song called can i borrow some ambition thank you so much for listening uh this is wonderful have a magnificent weekend and uh, bye for now bye bye My name is Robin, and you are listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Lots of thanks to Tim for the warm introduction. Uh, Starting off the show with a lot of positive energy, I got a double high five, and Tim picked me up in the air, which I was not expecting. Double success. A double success. Um, I'm going to be doing the fill-in show for the next hour, so I'll be with you for that time. I'm going to kick things off with a band called Cousins. 
They're from Halifax, and they released the album Construction and Destruction this July. This is River.